Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Listen Rosa podcast. My name is Alyssa. My name is Rosa. And we today are talking about, I think, body image. Mm-hmm. And I think in general, but like specifically because we are women, um, we're kind of going to be talking about the pressures mm-hmm. of, of maintaining like a certain body image and all that as, as women. But first, mm-hmm. what are we drinking? Wine again. Yes, a white <laughs> wine. There you go. Cheers. But before we get into the topic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. You have a I story, have a story to, tell. to tell. And I mean, it may be funny to some, but not to all. <laughs> I'm excited. I've been waiting like, it's been like a whole week. It's been a week. Um, so last week, I threw a party for one of my friends. And I was so excited. It was like Halloween themed because she loves Halloween. So I was like, I was getting everything ready. And then I was like, I'm going to like make a margarita mix because she loves margaritas. So I was like, perfect. I had like a big, what do you call it? Like the mason jars, but like a big one. Yeah. So the ones that also have the, the I don't want to say funnel. Oh, but like the spout. The spout. So yeah. I was like, oh my God, I'm so getting this. I am like a host 100%. So I make the margarita mix, right? super excited about it and then her friend comes over she's the first one to show up and I was like oh do you want something to drink and she was like yeah so I make her one and I'm like I don't know if it's good let me know how it is because I haven't tried it yet I just like mixed it or whatever um and then she was like I was so she drank it and I was like oh is it good she was like oh yeah but it's like really strong and I was like oh okay (laughs) um and I had put like a whole bottle like I don't know you guys obviously can't see this but it's a really tall Milagros tequila bottle Ooh, Milagros good too. yeah so it was like the biggest bottle Mm -hmm. um and those are big bottles yes they're big bottles so I poured the whole thing in there and then three margarita mixes in there that I had that my friend the birthday girl had bought over the weekend before that we didn't drink or mixed it but did the the mix already have to hear it (laughs) she's telling me she was like oh it's really strong and i'm like oh okay i was like but is it good and she's like yeah it's really good so i'm like oh okay great so then my um she drinks one cup and she was like man this is like hitting hard and like oh man yeah it's really strong but i was like it must be because of the big bottle that i put in of tequila so i'm associating it with that then the birthday girl comes and I pour her a glass and I'm like oh do you want some she's like yeah yeah pour me so I pour her one and then she's like two in and she was like man like I'm already tipsy and I'm like same and then her friend had to go to a concert she's like like, I'm not gonna make it I'm like that's crazy like I don't make drinks like that strong or whatever so long story short poor girl she had to go to a (laughs) and she was already so drunk and then I was sitting in the living room and I'm like, she was like, I was like, yeah, I'm already like super tipsy. Like, this is not like who I am. Like, I'm like, I'm usually like five in maybe yeah. if that. And then I'm like, she was like, what did you put in it? Um, the birthday girl's asking me. I was like, oh, I put a whole tequila. Me, I'm associating it with the whole tequila bottle. I'm like, I put a whole tequila bottle in here of Milagros and the three margarita mixes that you bought last week. And then she was like, what margarita mixes? And I'm like, oh, the ones that you bought last week. She was like, Rosa, those are already made margaritas. They already have alcohol in it. And the like alcohol like whatever it's called what is it the content the content is already super high like you can have it on your own like one glass and you're already like feeling it wow it was that it was like 40 (gasps) percent so i was like i was like what i was like i thought that was margarita mix and you had to mix it with tequila 
And she was like, no, they're a ready-to-go margarita boxes. Yeah. So I had mixed a whole bottle of tequila plus three, three ready-to-go margarita mixes That's in this thing. And we were drinking that the whole night. Y'all got fucked up. We got so fucked up. Yeah. Like, but it was so much fun. Like, when we realized, like, where I fucked up. <laughs> But it was so much fun. But then her poor friend had to go to like a comedy. It was a comedy show that she was going. She was like, I was like, she's never going to want to come over for drinks. <laughs> she's going to she be going, like. Was she seeing Matt Rife? She kept saying something like that. In Tacoma? Yes. I almost went to that. So who is funny. that? Who He's is that? cute. Is he? Okay. Wait, what's the name again? Say it again. Matt Rife. Matt Rife. Is he on Netflix? I don't know. He's on Netflix, but he was on. He used to. He was on Wild It Out. But like, I see mm. his. I see his stuff on TikTok often, and I follow him on Instagram. He's funny. Which he's one on Wild It Out? Because I watch Wild It Out all the he, time. I don't know if he still is on Wild It Out, but he. Um, I'll show you. I'll show. Okay. You. Okay. I'm yeah, you have to show me. But she was so stoked about it, and oh, I was he's like, "Cute." Okay. He's cute. But like, you know, you know what makes him cuter because he's not somebody where I would look at him and like, be like, "Oh, he's cute." But like, he's funny okay and he has really good crowd work so like you'll hear him like he talks to the crowd a lot i was gonna um, go like i asked my sister i was like hey would you want to go to this and then i totally forgot about it oh and God, then it was tell it me was about like, that stuff because it's not like it's not who i am like i don't automatically be like oh let's go to a comedy because my biggest fear and we're gonna talk about biggest fear like, say, talk shit yeah like, then look at me but well, look at does. that gap <laughs> So like he could, I would be more fine. But like he, it's funny though. I actually like comedy shows better than like I, I do love music, so I do like concerts. But I like I've been to quite a few comedy shows. I want to go. Fun. We have to go. That yes. has to be our next they like thing fun. that we go because we. I want to go to that and like kind of just branch out of the normal scene. Especially the small like especially like the the uh, comedy clubs in like Tacoma because they're like. When I saw like Kevin Hart at like the Cuban, it's so big and it's not like I like the little like small comedy clubs. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to go to that. I remember, do you remember Joel? We yeah. won't say his last name, but he loved piano bars, and yeah. I did not like have an appreciation for them because yeah. I was just like, I don't get it. And maybe I don't know. Maybe I feel the same way now, but I remember his biggest thing that because his sister played. Yeah, and there was moments I was like, oh, this is fun, but it's not like my thing. But I feel like I hot. Ha- have to be kind of like forced to go to those things for me to be like oh this is something that i would enjoy so next time you go to a comedy show make sure you invite me it would be fun it would be fun especially if it's a bunch of us girls that go Mm -hmm. uh yeah no i would love that i feel like i yeah and and to be honest like we don't really i don't really do much nowadays so i would love to do that i think that would be so much fun to do um but that was my funny story of the podcast like we were just like tripping out like why are we two drinks in and we feel this lit and it was because i mixed a whole bottle of milagros with margarita mix like ready to drink it was the strong i have some in the fridge right now so you know moonshine yeah like that's my moonshine (laughs) in there because moonshine is known to be super strong but that is my moonshine and it's in the it's in the fridge right now but our next topic is body image like Alyssa mentioned so i'll take it back because I feel like we all have our own story. So I was one, and I told one of my friends this, and she was like floored that I got my menstrual cycle when I was nine. And she was like, what? I was 10. Yeah, so, oh my God. Okay, so I feel like a little bit more normal now because she made me feel so abnormal because she was like, what? I got it at 13. So I got my cycle super early. I was nine years old. And I don't, it's not associated with that, but I had like a specific bot like i had curves like yeah. super early mm-hmm. and 
I don't want to keep going back to like where I grew up, but it has a lot to do with it. So I grew up in New York where it's like men, like you go to the corner store and like guys are like, what is it called here? Like we call it like just like um, hollering at a girl. But what is it called here? There's a specific like formal term for that. And somebody has said it at work and they post it on Facebook. It's called something like there's a formal term when like a guy's hitting on you in the street. I can't remember what she said, and I had to look it up, and I'm like, that means like just, like, getting hit on, like, in the street. It's called something. Formal, like, there's a professional, not a professional way to say it, but. but yeah, no, I don't know. A slang way to, like, say you're getting hit on. Yeah, but there's, like, an actual, like, a term out there that means getting hit on. Yeah in the street but my body type was very specific like I was I, I had a really flat stomach I had like the hourglass shape or whatever yeah. so that like attracted a lot of men towards my way like older men too Ugh, gross yes yeah, so it was like you will walk down the street and it's like it didn't matter they wouldn't even care how old you were they would base your age off of your body yeah which is like unrealistic like you can't and do disgusting. that yes because it's like you don't, 13 year olds now they look like 27 they look 30 That's years true. old so yeah. it's like and that this has been happening for years so it's not ha- it doesn't have anything to do with this generation i mean we can go on and on about like it's a touchy like a touchy subject but a lot of people talk about not a lot of people but there's been talk about the way you dress is the way that you want to be treated and i don't believe in that and a lot of people associate with that and i i agree with it to a certain extent so, for example, like, if a girl's wearing a short skirt, that means she wants attention. I feel like where we came from, it wasn't the case, but I feel like now it may be the case. So, um, my thoughts on that are, and I guess it's the way that you word it, because mm-hmm. I, and this is the problem, is I think that, like, and, like, kind of what you just said is, is it's like the asking for it. Like, mm-hmm. if you dress a certain way, right. you're asking for it, right? Right. That's not a problem with females. Mm-hmm. If... If I dress a certain way, if I put on a shirt and maybe it's, you know, a V-neck mm-hmm. and I have, because for my size, I have, I'm pretty big breasted, right? Mm-hmm. Like I wear a D cup. Mm-hmm. So might not be the biggest, but like for my size being like five one, like that, they're, they're pretty big, right? Mm-hmm. And if I wear a V-neck to where I have cleavage, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then someone can say that, like, oh, she's asking for this right. kind of attention. And yes. it's like, no, 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 no. Don't put this on me. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm being harassed because I'm wearing a V-neck, why is it that we immediately want to put that on the woman or the girl or whoever? Because we're asking for it. Like, no, I don't leave my house being like, I'm going to have someone harass me today. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, when I decide to get dressed, like, no. Yes. Cat calling. Cat, oh, cat calling. <laughs> cat calling. Did that person live in the 50s? <laughs> Somebody said cat calling. And cat I'm like, calling. what the? I had to Google it because I was like, what the fuck does that what? fucking mean? Cat calling. Uh, no, but yeah, no, 100%. And it's like, just because you wear like a skirt that may show like, it's more revealing. Like, oh, it's like they're looking for it. And I, I hate that. And for me, I'm one that I don't want to say I'm conservative, but all my life, because I, I developed so early in my age, I was one that I wasn't a tomboy. I know you like you, you know, mm-hmm. you talk a lot about how you're you were a tomboy. I wasn't a tomboy, but I was super aware of what I was wearing because I didn't want that attention. I yeah. hated it. I, yeah, I hated like going down the street and somebody like cat calling 
cat <laughs> or like saying something because it made me so uncomfortable yeah. because it's like it is uncomfortable you want to be able to walk down the street and like and, and in new york like you walk a lot there was no cars or whatever like everywhere you went you walked or you took the subway or you took the bus and like to have to deal with that and back then there wasn't no phones so there was no there was no disconnect from it it's not like you could pop in your headphones and tune it out that wasn't yeah. a thing so you would hear everything so the things that i would hear and if you're from new york you know what this means like it's like you like the minute somebody says oh like you look good ma and you wouldn't respond and there's like like funny gifts about it now but it's like you wouldn't respond it's like oh you think you're too good you ugly anyway oh and, my, oh my god. god that was so annoying and it's not like we're not responding because it's degrading it's degrading and it's like yeah you don't want you don't have time to it's it's kind of like you know when you Okay, I may not have a good example, but you don't want to stop. Like, if the minute you respond, you have to stop because then it's a conversation. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, like, your reaction is to not respond so you can keep walking. Well, and also, like, even if it's just, like, to me, like, if someone's like, oh, you look good, ma, like, it's like, thank you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's awkward as fuck to be like, especially and if that's you're their green light to if say. You're, if you're uncomfortable, your first thought isn't to be like, thank you because you feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So, like, you don't want to thank somebody for making you feel uncomfortable. Right. Right? And, like, this whole thing about when people, when, so, like, I've heard the opposite end of that when, like, guys will say, oh, it's so hard to approach women or it's so hard to this or you can give somebody a compliment and they act like this or kind of to your point, like, oh, you're too good. And it's like, no, no, no. Like, I've had people approach me and say something like, like, you are just so pretty or you have just, like, this something about you or whatever, and it's like, oh, thank you. You know, like, cool, mm-hmm. like, whatever. But, like, if you're not answered, like, if they try to move it forward and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm married or whatever, or I'm inter- like, okay, sorry, you know, sorry, I just wanted to, you know, give you that compliment, whatever. Like, cool. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be like that. If you give someone a compliment, like, don't expect anything out of it like whether it's female male whatever if Mm -hmm. i give you a compliment i'm not expecting something like i'm not expecting you to come back and like if i'm like your hair looks good today i'm not expecting you to be like your hair looks good too right i mean or trying to get like i'm not expecting that so it's like if you're really trying to compliment me Mm -hmm. you're not expecting anything out of it right now if you're trying to cat call or like, <laughs> hit on me or whatever, then you're trying to hit on me and you're going right. to say whatever it is uh-huh. that you feel like is going to get me to talk to you. Right. Exactly. It's two different things. And that's such a, like a coward thing to me because I, for me, like being a female, like looking back, like for me, it was like, you hear that all the time that that's not something that's attractive to you. It's just like, but if you, if you, if somebody would have stopped me and be like, Hey, how's your day going? yeah that would have been something that would have caught my attention right because you're always hearing like oh damn ma you look good or like oh hey what's your number or like oh no what a big one was like oh you got a man and it's like what are you trying to what is the close and the questions <laughs> and you get <laughs> yeah so you guys are that you're that point in your age where you're like close and the questions get you nowhere and those were a lot of close and the questions but yeah that was an open-ended question like oh hi like how are you today like you can't say yeah. no or yes right <laughs> but like those questions like hey ma how you doing you could say good or oh damn you look good like you're gonna say thank you 
like their clothes ended and like men will get so offended by that and it's like you're asking a close-ended question like don't expect an open-ended response right like i'm gonna tell you the answer and also just read the body language if you're walking by and Mm -hmm. they're on the other side of the street Mm -hmm. like and you're like hey or they're whistling at you or whatever and you're Mm -hmm. clearly walking having a conversation with somebody like read the fucking room right this ain't the time to be talking to me about what I, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, and it's know. just not genuine. And you, when it happens to you a few times, so for me, it was like I would walk down the block to like see my friend or whatever, and they would be like, "Hey, ma, you look good," and then you wouldn't respond. I'm like, "Oh, fuck you! You're ugly anyway." And then yeah. it's just like you're like, "Okay," and then you feel bad, and then it's like the next time somebody says that, like they're gonna remember that. Yeah. They're going to be like, oh, the last but time somebody like, said what it. What a fucked up thing to be like, oh, you look good. Oh, then, oh, no, you're fucking ugly anyways. Like, what a fucked up It thing. is. And they still do that. And, like, and so the sad crazy. thing about it is that women fall for it. And then they start to question. And I didn't because I was just like, oh, fuck you too. Like, okay, bye. Like, you're not, yeah. you don't have any effect on me. You know, in that moment you do. But then you're just like, you're just mad because I didn't stop. Because had I stopped, you would have entertained me. Right. So, like, you get to notice that. But at the same time, like, women take that serious. Like, when you're hearing it over and over and over again. Because realistically speaking, you can't stop for everybody. Like, you can't do that. Right. And you start to then question yourself. And I feel like the generation that we're in now with social media. And I was telling you this earlier. (laughs) I was like, why does everybody on TikTok have fucking perfect teeth? Right. <laughs> like perfect teeth, perfect fucking perfect everything. everything, like body and a perfect. Like, I'm not going to say perfect because I don't define it as perfect. At the end of the day, this is body image and whatever. Um, I don't think they're perfect, but I feel like uh, when I say it's perfect teeth, it's like straight, straight. White. Yeah, white. But then that goes that we can get into that. So like yeah. so much. But at the end of the day, like what? we perceive as being perfect or whatever but for me perfect is somebody that you have confidence in yourself like you can be this is gonna sound bad but you can be if you exude confidence everybody's gonna feel it you can walk into a a room yeah it's it's like all right i look good without sounding cocky yeah and all of that yeah um and for me, my whole life, like I, okay, so I can speak to this because I feel like I had a pretty, I don't want to say perfect, but I'm using quotes, perfect body, right? I had like an hourglass yeah. shape. Yeah. I had like the big booty. I didn't have boobs, but for me, that didn't matter because I was like, oh, I have a big booty. You can also fake that with a good bra. Exactly. I was like, I had the shape, you know, I had the face, I had the personality. So for me, I was like, oh, you know, but for me, that didn't mean that I was perfect. I was just, I still had my insecurities and all of that. So like when it comes to, you see these like females on social media and they have the perfect teeth and they have the perfect body and they have the perfect moves that doesn't mean their life is together no it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't mean their partner's faithful also means it, in a lot of ways i think that it it, it means that it's probably not mm-hmm. because i feel like you kind of overcompensate when it's like oh this is what i have mm-hmm. so it's like that's what you lean on mm-hmm. but if you're not like a well-rounded you don't well like your life isn't well-rounded like mm-hmm. you don't have all those things like you're gonna lean on where you kind of have more control i guess right absolutely and even like on social media because i've been on social media a lot since this podcast i was never before like i was just like i'm on facebook and i'll post when i want and i I feel like i have a different understanding but i'm mature enough to know what's real and not real and not everybody has that yes so for me it's like 
I see things and I'm like, oh, but are they really happy? Or and, and not to bring anybody down, because if somebody has a perfect body, um, a beautiful cool, face, body. beautiful yeah. tea, all of the things that we define as perfect, a perfect relationship, I will celebrate that. Like, yeah. I'm not one to be like, oh, but there must be something. No, if that's what it is, then that's yeah. what it is. I'm not a hater. I'm not someone that's going to bring somebody down. But if there's something that's underlining, like I'm going to be like, oh, you know, for me, it's just like, but not everything is perfect because I don't feel like there's anybody out there that has it all together. There is no perfect human being. There isn't. And I think that that's the thing is like, if you see that, like if I see that, I'm like, okay, like sure, celebrate it, but don't compare yourself to it Mm -hmm. because you don't know everything. You don't know everything that's going on behind closed doors Mm -hmm. you you don't know everything you don't know what someone's going through someone might seem like like you can look at somebody and be like oh they are so beautiful like they are the like they have the perfect whatever what we call perfect whatever Mm -hmm. but they might really be going through it internally Mm -hmm. they might have a ton of insecurities they might have you know what i mean like and i think that really it's just we just have to remember that we're all human Mm -hmm. but the hard part is speaking of social media is and to your point where like i feel like it was a thing kind of even when we were younger like I think about when we were teens like Mm -hmm. I think for us it was like it wasn't so much social media Mm -hmm. it was like magazines and stuff right right? you can look at people in magazines and idolize them and whatever um but now with social media it's so easy because it's just right there conveniently to Mm -hmm. see like all of these people that seem so perfect Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and like the thing is, is that, and when I think about, like, the image, mm-hmm. it changes. It you know does. what I mean? Like, I think about in the 90s, like, it was, like, a cool, 90s and even 2000s, like, it was, like, a cool thing to be, like, per- sporty. perfect, with, kind of sporty, mm-hmm. but, like, skinny, not yeah. so curvy. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, so who can we define that with? Like, Aaliyah, I love her. I think she's the Ali- most beautiful person 100%. ever. But she was thin. She was tiny. Like Britney Spears, tiny. Britney Spears, Christina, Christina Aguilera. Aguilera. <laughs> yeah, they like, were that all was, tiny. That was like the thing. Then. Even Pink, Pink was still Pink, like pretty tiny. That was the thing. And now mm-hmm. you look at people, and it's like, okay, but the opposite of that, it's, it's, it's so crazy. The, yeah, and like this the BBLs, big, the BBLs, the mm-hmm. big boobies, and girls that are like all you see all over. And maybe it's just because I'm into fitness, but like I see like fitness, mm-hmm. and like everybody's doing their hip thrusters because mm-hmm. they're trying to get their booties and like the big lips everything and so like to tie this into something though but like and and this is like it's on topic but kind of off topic is um like it's crazy to me and you hear people talk about this but like people of color like yourself Mm -hmm. or like me Mm -hmm. who have had like certain body shapes right Mm -hmm. and it's crazy to kind of like look at those things that you know before you might have like gotten made fun of for probably not where you're from Mm -hmm. but like but for I'm me, it was not made fun of, but like, I feel like I was, I was hit on a lot more, which at a 13 years old for you to hear, for yeah. for me to hear the things that I heard from men, older yeah, men was disgusting. Sad. Cause I'm like, you're like my dad's age. Yeah, like you're gross. just like, that's gross for, so for me it was that it wasn't like, it was more of like the things that I heard at that age at 13, 14, because of my body, it yeah. was really disgusting. But I think that that was what because it was attracting people that were old yes but like when i think about like here like what was in mm-hmm. like we just talked about was like being younger mm-hmm. was thinner people um not really so curvy mm-hmm. whatever right and then like suddenly like when you look at like from for example like my sister was always like she was pretty tiny but she always had a big butt like mm-hmm. for her, you know like a bubble butt or whatever mm-hmm. and like 
that wasn't necessarily in. But then you say it's crazy to look at like now how things have changed and to be like, like I have big lips. I've mm-hmm. always had big lips, and people are getting fillers like oh, left yeah. and right. And you're like, you know what yeah. I mean? I used to get made fun of for my lip size. Wow. I used to get constantly told that I had DSL, which you know, dick sucking lips. <laughs> Googling, we'll Bro, tell you right now. lips, <laughs> but like I, yeah, and so it's that, crazy oh, to wow, have. It's crazy, crazy to have like those things suddenly be like a fad. Mm-hmm. Like you, everyone wants fad, the big. The word, yeah. Everyone wants like the big lips. Everyone wants like this curvy shape, <laughs> like the big butt with mm-hmm. the small waist, like your shape. Like mm-hmm. every, like isn't that crazy? To like, I don't know. Back then, it it's was like, oh, nuts. you were like, and, and not to throw the word out there, but back then, it was like, oh, you're fat or you're too thick. Yes. And it was like, you had to look a certain, and it's like, what? And now, like you said, and now it's like the goal. Yeah. And it's just like, but that's the thing is ever changing. It's, and it's, it's like, why are changing. we changing who, so we why are? Are we who we are? It's so frustrating. And it's a fad right now. So you've got these people getting their BBLs and getting their this and that. And like, we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about plastic surgery because I have a personal experience to share with that. And so, mm-hmm. bef- but we'll get to that but for now like you you have but it's like really think about that though really do it like if you're gonna do it because i have nothing personally against cosmetic surgery to an extent but like if you're gonna do it do it for you don't do it for society don't do it to look a certain type of way or this or that like do it for you because 10 years from now that's probably not going to be the look right because that's what what the the definition of a a fad is it's in right now but i also to that extent i feel like a lot of the things that like with bbls and all of that is like it's a fad but at the same time like when we look at the generations before like so 10 years ago having a flat butt wasn't in right Mm -hmm. or was in for example it's like oh you have to be skinny and all that Mm -hmm. so i feel like the people that are getting it now they're trying to bring awareness to it they're trying to bring like oh but it's okay for you to be thicker and for you to have uh, all that. But yeah. at the same time, the people that are already naturally like that, they're not the ones coming out to do it. It's more of like, oh, I don't have this, so let me do it. And yeah. they're misinterpreting but I think it. That that's, yeah, and I think that that's the problem. Mm-hmm. It's different if you're naturally... The thing is, is the people that you need to advocate for being thicker or having mm-hmm. curves and stuff are people that naturally have it. Right. And not, not that the people that get, you know, cosmetic surgery or BBLs or whatever can't, but... Or anybody that just doesn't have that shape. It doesn't matter. I mean, we all should advocate for each other, mm-hmm. first of all. But I think if you have, like, any sort of, like, movement or whatever, it's different and less effective. Like, if you have somebody that has, for example, let me give you a really good example. Like, with, like, big women, like uh, Lizzo. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you follow Lizzo on I, social media, oh. but how body confident she is. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy to look at comments and to see people hate on her, like, Mm-mm. like or the thing that i the thing that gets me is when i love fitness i love being active the life for me is to be an active person to work out regularly all of that like that's the life for me mm-hmm. right and just because somebody's big doesn't mean that they're not active and mm-hmm. they don't work out mm-hmm. like let me just make that clear it doesn't mean they're not healthy there's so many different like um there's so many different possible reasons that someone might be a bigger person right. or whatever health right? yeah mental they might, there, physical there might be so there's so many different reasons genes it could be just mm-hmm. oh yeah genetics. genetics so like there's so many different reasons right 
And so it's like, it doesn't mean that somebody is, and I've seen the skinniest people be the most unhealthy people. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes like I'll see comments on like on Lizzo, like, oh, like you're just supporting obesity and shit like that. And it's like, she is in the skin that she is in and she fucking loves herself. And there is nothing better than that. Right. Yeah. And we should not, we should not tear each other down as human beings, but we also shouldn't tear each other down as women. As women. Right. Exactly. Like, we need to stick together and band together mm-hmm. regardless of your race, regardless of your size, regardless of your whatever, ethnicity, background, whatever, sexual preferences. I don't give a fuck. Like, mm-hmm. why are we not supporting each other? Right. Like, it's crazy. People hate on her for loving herself. Mm-hmm. Can you believe, like, what kind of fucking world do we live in that we hate on people for loving themselves? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. That's crazy crazy it is and and then it comes across as like oh they're too confident it's like where who are you to say they're too confident and you know for me it's more of like when it comes to like body image and all of that stuff like and i've been in a position where i've been super confident about where i'm at but i've also been not confident where i am and specifically after i had a kid and it you shouldn't resort to i have never been told like my chest has been a problem yeah. <laughs> like i am an a cup i am a proud a cupper um uh, i don't want to say proud because i have my insecurities with it but it's not based off of what people have told me yeah it's, it's like if anybody was to tell me like when we're like having sex or just talking about it like oh your chest bothers me and i'm like all right then find somebody else with a bigger chest mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But for me, it's been a thing where I want some, I want a bigger chest for me. And some people don't, don't understand that. Mm-hmm. And we need to normalize that. Like if you're doing it for you, then I support, and not I support you because some people do it for other people, but that's the phrase in their life. And we talked yeah. about that in a different episode. It's like, you have your regrets, right? <laughs> and people do sit for other people. Um, so I'm not going to sit here and, and be a hypocrite and be like, oh, you shouldn't have done that because everybody, you have to go through your life lessons and that may have been their life lessons. They probably got a BBL. They probably got breast implants for somebody right. else. And for me, it's like, I live my life the way that I want. If you, I've never been told my breast size has been an issue, but I still feel like I want to get it done. Yeah. And that's it because it's me. And if that's what's going to make you happy, that's what's going to make you happy. So being somebody that has had, we'll get, we'll talk on this since this is a good segment. Mm -hmm. I have had cosmetic surgery. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's just like you said, I did it for me. Mm -hmm. So I've always been an active person. I've always been like, I I, I was somebody before and Rosa knew me before having kids. Mm -hmm. I worked out all the time. I ate healthy. I had broccoli and cheese. Broccoli. (laughs) Broccoli. Um, Protein, vegetables. Yeah. All of that. Like Mm -hmm. I, um, I had the body that I had worked for basically. Mm -hmm. Um, And it wasn't even necessarily that I always had like body goals, but I did like to like lift weights and stuff like that. And so um, I just loved that feeling of like feeling like, I don't know, being physically active. Mm -hmm. Like that's what was good for my mental health. Um, But anyways, after having kids, I bounced back okay after the first one. But then after having Mila, I definitely did not. Mm -hmm. And I had gained so much weight with her. And I was just in my life in kind of a a part of my life that where I was just unhappy. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that entire pregnancy, um, I was just, I was kind of just unhappy and I didn't take as good of care of myself. And so I gained a lot of weight and I didn't bounce back after having her. Um, And so I remember there was a point where, and I took a picture of myself, but um, we were living, uh, we had Noah, Noah was a baby and well, two, 
um, at the time. And uh, we were living with my mom because we were staying up to buy our house. Mm-hmm. And um, there was a point where I looked in the mirror and I just didn't even recognize the person that I was. Like, mm-hmm. I literally saw through myself and I was like, I do not even recognize the person that I was. And at that point, I didn't work out the entire, because that was a difference. When I was pregnant with Noah, I worked out still, mm-hmm. still ate pretty healthy, all of that. With Mila, like, I was just in this just, like, dark place where I didn't do any of that. And so um, I let myself go, essentially, mm-hmm. right? And the thing is, is you like, we can sit here and be like, well, be happy with yourself, be happy with yourself. And who cares like how you looked like it wasn't just about how I looked physically. It was how I felt for, how at that feel. time. Yeah. And that was the biggest part of it. And I know for me, I feel my best. I've always played sports. I've always been active. So I knew for me, like I feel my best when I, when I am active. So little by little, like I started, um, working out again, little mm-hmm. by little. And it was hard. Um, I started keto mm-hmm. and just, and just to focus on being healthier. And I wasn't doing like keto, like eating a bunch of like cheese and butter and all that. I was still being mindful of what I was eating. And I was like, um, I was uh, doing like little workouts here and there when I could. This was after you had me. After I had me. Okay. And so little by little. And I, and I got rid of my skill. Mm-hmm. I got rid of my skill because one thing for me being five one is like, I don't just like, I don't lose weight quickly because I'm small. Mm-hmm. And so like, I didn't want to be defeated by by you know i didn't want this to be about my weight i wanted this to be about me How feeling better yeah. yes so i got rid of my scale well i gave it to my mom actually so i stopped looking at the scale um and i started taking pictures so i remember like i had my mom take a picture of me like i was like in my sports bra and like i she took a picture of me and i had um diastasis recti which is when like you're because i'm i have such a short torso like i had bullet bellies with both my kids but my abs were um separated i had it's basically muscle abdominal muscle separation and so like i couldn't even get out of bed normal Mm -hmm. like couldn't do any sort of like sit up or like ab exercises or anything like that because it makes it worse um and so it that also meant like i couldn't lift heavy because i wanted to start working out again like i used to like build myself up to that but like i couldn't lift because you need your core for everything Mm -hmm. to do everything like the way you're supposed to without getting hurt um you need to activate your core and i couldn't do that And so for me, like when I had started looking this up and learning more about it, I was like, okay, I'm going to get my muscles. Like I'm going to get that done, which Mm -hmm. is considered cosmetic. Um, And so I knew that that was my goal. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I started losing weight and I started like I was, I was taking pictures weekly. So you knew that. I was at the scale with the pictures. And I could Mm -hmm. see it. I could see the difference. I could feel the difference because I was more energized. Mm -hmm. Um, I went back to work and I felt really good. And I, and like, as you can start seeing that progress, like I was like, it started to become more and more like, like contagious, Mm -hmm. I guess. I don't know mm-hmm. that that feeling was contagious. So I was it's like, more of a habit. or not contagious, but that's not the word I'm looking for. It was, um, it made me feel good. Mm-hmm. So like, I just kept up with it. Mm-hmm. And so, um, once I got to the point where I had lost like 30 pounds <gasps> after like a year, I was like, oh, I'm getting a, like, I had done my research and I decided that I was going to get a mommy makeover, which is usually, so a mommy makeover can be a number of procedures, but I just got um the abdominal repair with the tummy tuck and the breast lifts mm-hmm. i didn't get implants because i felt like they were big enough but i breastfed i breastfed for almost three years between both kids mm-hmm. um and like literally like i ended with one had the other and they started you like i weaned off the first and then started with the next so it was like again short toes 
short torso so my breasts were like down to my belly button basically mm-hmm. like i was like i don't need y'all to be roommates i'm gonna need you to come up <laughs> you need to be on the, the second floor um like um so i so got, when they do like so a I breast lift. lift so when people talk about breast lift like i never understood that so what do they do so they so <laughs> um so they 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 cut around your like areolas mm-hmm. and then they cut down um and then like the whatever fat or whatever is in there i don't know uh, they, they they do kind of because they get kind of like saggy mm. they cut off some of that extra skin okay so it's like a tummy tuck but for your up, boobs but for, kind of yeah okay yeah um and then yeah the tummy tuck from it so when they went so they you know cut me open which i had two c-sections so i already had a scar i wasn't concerned about a scar mm-hmm. so they basically cut me open same place repaired my abdomen basically mm-hmm. sewed it together i guess or however they do that um and then cut off some of the extra skin because i had lost so much weight that i had like extra skin Mm -hmm. um and so they cut that off and Mm -hmm. so and like and best decision this, i ever made but and that's the thing like going back to you did this for, for you me. and knowing you and knowing who you are and a lot of the things that we've talked about like it's not like your partner your husband told you you have to do this for me to be attractive it's no. like the complete opposite like no. you literally did this for you yeah no i definitely did it for me mm-hmm. um not just for like the workout aspect of it, because honestly, like I've been able to do so much more workout wise because mm-hmm. since I fixed my abs, but like also just it felt really fucking good because mm-hmm. I got to this point where I know that we had the, the motherhood um, episode um, and we talked about like losing yourself as a mom. And I felt like that's what happened yeah. to me um, is I kind of like lost the things that I felt like kind of defined me in a way mm-hmm. like I've literally always been an active person that played sports and I've always been somebody who like it's kind of hard to explain because I cared about like my body and I love feeling strong mm-hmm. I love feeling like I love taking care of this like vessel that I'm in like your are like I, I honestly believe like you get one body like treat it treat it well you know Mm -hmm. what I mean and so like when I lost sight of that and like that feeling of of doing that and feeling strong it's like I didn't only feel physically physically weak but I also felt like emotionally weak and mentally weak and everything Mm -hmm. and so I I got back to working out and it was it's it was hard it was hard because I hadn't worked out like my entire pregnancy with Mila and then like when I decided like no I'm gonna get back into this like I started out really small, like just doing like little, the 30 day, like, um, like push up challenge plus like a, you know, whatever, like little things like that. And I was dancing actually. Mm-hmm. So it's funny because we didn't have, like I worked right now, we have like a little home gym and like we worked our way up to that. So like, I didn't have like my bike and my, and my, you know, other stuff that I have, like all the weights and all that. Like I didn't have any of that stuff back then. Um, so I was just trying to get active. And so what I was doing is I had, um, number one, I got the like beach body thing or whatever. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. And so mm-hmm. I would do like the dances and stuff on that. But then I was like, I can just do this myself. Right. So I would just put on music and like my, my mom would like take, you know, the, would watch the kids for me for like 30 minutes. I remember it was like 30 minutes, typically like the window that I had. 
and I would just like put my headphones in and listen to like I had like a playlist for like just the mo- songs that just made me want to dance and mm-hmm. I would literally just dance and like sweat it out yeah and that's how I started and then I would do like little like workouts like like I said I couldn't do normal sit-ups but there were certain like physical therapy exercises that I could do for my abs mm-hmm. um, but not normal like ab workouts like sit-ups and stuff like that um, and then I would do like push-ups and work my way up. I used to be able to do 60 push-ups <gasps> in like, like nonstop, like to 60 that, and like being able to only do like three, wow. you know what I mean? So it's like, I just had to get myself back and that was important to me and I did. And then mm-hmm. like, I still to this day, like I get up every morning, not every morning because I only work out like four to five days a week, but like I, I work out in the mornings because mm-hmm. to me, like that's, that's the best time for me. And it's a, it's a moment for me to have time to myself. And I feel like it energizes me for the rest mm-hmm. of the day. So people think I'm crazy because I do that, but a lot of people do a lot of people work out no, in the morning. Some people drink coffee to get them. Yes, yes. <laughs> so like your workout is your coffee. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but I, I've, I've been doing that now for a few years. Um, and like last year, my issue is sometimes consistency because I get in this rut where I'm just like, I don't do it. And then I don't work out and then I don't get out. And then it's like, I, I, it's hard to jump back in. And so like one thing about myself is like, I'm very goal oriented. So if I say like, I'm going to do this, like I'm going to do it Mm -hmm. like, and I might not, but like, there's going to be a really good reason. So like last year I told myself like, I'm going to work out 180 days out of the year. And Mm -hmm. I did. Mm Mm-hmm. And so this year I was like, I'm going to work out 200 days out of the year because I know I can do, I know I can get to 200, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm at, I think I'm at 196. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's not even like the end of the year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like I, and that was just a way for me to stay consistent Mm -hmm. Um, because I know how a lack of physical activity affects my mental health and people ask me like oh like what are your goals like what are your this or that and it's like no I don't have any physical goals Mm -hmm. it's literally just for me to to feel good Mm -hmm. yeah and that's the thing that's the difference and and that is what I was talking about earlier it's like there's a difference between doing something for you and doing something for somebody else because if somebody sits here and tells you like oh you have to like be a certain size for me to be attracted to you it's like okay and what happens when you like hit a different milestone where you have a kid are they not going to be attracted to you and that's Mm -hmm. like your most vulnerable time yeah like when you have a kid and you go through it and it's not only the pregnancy it's like the after effects so if somebody's not going to be there for you like don't do it Mm -hmm. um and i feel like a lot of our audience they're probably already where they've already been through that but if we are reaching anybody that hasn't been through that when you're doing something for somebody else, it's never going to work. And this has to do with your partner. It has to do with your family. It has to do with your friends. Like, you know, you have a group of friends maybe, and they they may be a little bit like smaller, for example. And like, you're always trying to like keep up with them. There may be a time where then, oh, they're smaller, but then they want to be bigger because that's the fad mm-hmm. and all that. Like, why do you want to do that? Like be who you are and be okay yeah. with that. At the end of the day, like you have to be okay with who and, you are. And if you want, if it's your, if your goal is to gain weight, cause for some people it is, or right. if your goal is to lose, but whatever, like, just like you said, do it for mm-hmm. you. Like if that's, what's going to make you happy or if that's where, you know, the goal that you have for yourself or whatever, like do it for you. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. And again, like, we just need to be supportive of each other yeah. um, because we don't always have the same. We also have to understand we don't always have the same goals. Mm-hmm. Like for me, like I used to be pretty buff looking like 
I could easily like flex and 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 you know I used to actually that actually kind of even though it was something that I loved about myself like hearing people say like oh like you have a manly back and things like that you know what I mean like you hear Mm -hmm. stuff and it's just like okay you kind of like get a little bit of an insecurity or when like a guy will say like oh like you're too muscular or Mm -hmm. things like that like it kind of turns into it but like I never let that deter me from right. what I wanted to do and who I was, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's the thing is it's, it's like, okay, then I'm not for, and that's okay. This is another thing too, but it's kind of like, okay, well I'm not for you. Right. Exactly. No, the and difference, I think that yeah. it's okay, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that's the biggest thing of like, for me looking at who I am now, like obviously I'm not single, but if I were, if someone were to be like, I'm not end up this or this or this. I'd be like, okay, then I'm not for right. you. Like you're not gonna be and like, oh, okay. then I'm gonna go change all of these things yeah, about no, me to like, like fit all your needs. Yeah, yeah, that's mm-hmm. your prerogative. If you're not into this, this, this or this, like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. But like, it is kind of crazy though to just. For, it's kind of crazy to look at because I definitely didn't always have that mindset. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like when I was younger there were insecurities that I had and people, especially being like where I'm from being black, where I'm from, Mm -hmm. like, which is here, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, growing up, there's more black people now than there were when I was growing Mm -hmm. up. And like, I used to hear people say stuff like, Oh, I can, I remember being, I remember being in drama class. Yes. I took drama acting (laughs) class. Okay. And I remember hearing somebody say like two of the, like, I kind of hung out with like everybody, but like they were jocks, like, you know, and we we were kind of like, that's who I hung out with in the class there's a group of us but i remember like two of these guys and they were like i can never have well they said fuck i can never fuck a black girl (gasps) and i remember just kind of thinking like and i remember going why not not that i want like was like but i just thought like that was an odd thing to say and like one of them was like and the other one was agreeing like oh yeah 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 i couldn't it was just kind of like why right and then the, the other the one that said it he was like i don't know it'd just be weird but i was just i remember being like sitting like like why the fuck is that weird like why is it weird you know what i mean Mm -hmm. because like not it's not just like because i understand that people do have their preferences and that is what it is people are attracted to what they're attracted to and whatever like okay fine but like for me it was kind of like you didn't just say i could never date right a black girl but you said you couldn't even fuck up like most guys are like would like i've seen some 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 people that have you know, I don't know. Not not to For like a guy. Like, I know, like, I know. Not just like you couldn't date them, or but like you couldn't. But fuck them. Mm-hmm. Excuse my language, even though we cuss all the time on this podcast. But like, I just remember kind of being like, "What?" Like taken aback by that right. because I had never heard somebody actually say those words out loud, especially but, like a, a male. Say, but to I say that. knew. But I knew that because here, like, and it's funny because, um, like, I've had people say to me. Like, well, have you ever, like, dated black guys? Mm-hmm. And I've been like, I have. Mm-hmm. But to be real and to be honest, a lot of them that are from here, they weren't looking at me. Mm-hmm. They weren't interested in that. And just guys in general, period, I don't feel like we're, right? Mm-hmm. And so it was like, yeah, but honestly, the, the people that I've had most interested in me as on a, white guys. Mm-hmm. On a rare occasions, the ones that are just looking to have mm-hmm. some chocolate in their lives, I guess. But like mm-hmm. most of the, and it, 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 and I don't know, like being from somewhere else, if you've noticed this, but, and I'm not saying like all the black guys that live in the Seattle area. No, I feel like when, it, into, but mm-hmm. I do think that like 
that's what my experience has been i can see that when there's like lack like not lack but so like for so growing up in the bronx specifically like the spanish girls competed with the black girls so it was this always this like competition that i never understood and it was like oh like the black guys wanted to date hispanic girls and Mm -hmm. then the hispanic guys wanted to date black girls so for us like we never felt like it was crazy like because it was it was never a divide but it was always like they wanted to experience each other and like that's why i love where I come from because it was always like this acceptance and diversity and all of that and you felt it and you saw it and it was acceptable mm-hmm. like it was just like to date like somebody outside of your culture was okay but not every not everywhere was like that and for yeah. him to probably say that it was probably more like would my parents like underlining their subconscious was like if I was to fuck a black girl and have feelings for them would it be acceptable in my household type of thing yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I also think that there's just been this, like, I, I, I think that that goes so much. We won't go into that because I think it goes so much deeper mm-hmm. than that. Too, oh, though. no. Yeah, well, absolutely. But like, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just and I, I remember, like, for me, like being younger, it was like this. Um, like, especially in like high school, like I definitely felt it more. But it's crazy because like there was this transition suddenly for me because it was like. I went from kind of being, and I, we kind of talked about this, like I was kind of a tomboy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Tomboy. I don't even know. Is that a, like a politically correct term anymore? Um, I feel like I back know. in the day it was, it was and it's changed so not. much now. Probably like anymore, what we defined it was, a tomboy back then was like a female who liked to dress. Who was a little more like, who I guess we'd call it like masculine. Yeah. Now, I guess. Or like dress with baggy clothes. I feel like that's what they like. Yeah. Like for you, but tomboy like, was like, you didn't want to wear dresses and yeah, you like, just wanted I to drape baggy clothes. Yeah, it wasn't until like I got into my teenage years that I started like dressing more like differently. But even then, like I feel like I acted like I was, I was into a lot of things that mm-hmm. like and hanging out with like guys and like sports and all that kind of stuff you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like yeah tomboy i don't feel like we don't hear it i feel like we need to bring that back yeah but i don't know but there's probably i'm sure there's probably something out there where like this isn't a politically (laughs) correct term and like people get offended by it so like i'm not trying to offend anybody Mm -hmm. if the tomboy is not the the term to use or whatever but But back in the day day it it was was. like you know what i mean yeah and so like i i feel like um like i went through this stage almost where like i was like not really almost like there was some insecurities of not mm-hmm. really knowing and i think it was a lot to do with just not being comfortable on my own skin mm-hmm. um and then like we'll, we'll have a conversation about toxic toxic relationships but when i was in high school i was in a pretty toxic relationship mm-hmm. i'd say um and so i was very insecure but then like i, I like it flipped to where i was still insecure but i suddenly gained this like pseudo confidence like this because i started getting like and I would say probably from like age 20 to like basically onwards, mm-hmm. you know, um, when I would like go out and go do things like I would get like hit on. Mm. And it was weird because it was like I feel like at the time I was just so unbothered, but it was like suddenly it was like I'd get hit on. And I remember there is um, uh, my friend Mary at the time. I met her through like roller derby because I used to play roller derby and we would go out and like she used to always talk about it she's like we can't go anywhere without you getting hit on Mm -hmm. because like it just and suddenly it's weird to go from like the one side of the coin to Mm -hmm. suddenly being like 
somebody that gets a lot of attention Mm -hmm. and mind you like back then like I was cute like Mm -hmm. I was small and I never thought of myself as being like I wouldn't have never described myself as being hot (laughs) because like the thing is is I was just like I was I'm small obviously but I was like I was pretty thin but I wouldn't say that I was curvy but I still had like a little bit of a but I had a I was and I was like muscular ish but like tone I would say tone mm-hmm. you know what mm-hmm. I mean like I wasn't as muscular I think as I was like in high school or whatever but I was like I was toned um and I had this like confidence um and I I don't know I was just unbothered and that was suddenly when I got like all this attention so to yeah. your real point like sometimes like you can just have all this confidence and just be a vibe that like people just you just attract people for whatever reason. Yeah. And, and I think even that that's that. what happened is I just attracted people. And like, yeah, I don't know. It was kind of crazy to like go from one mm-hmm. to the next thing suddenly where you're like. And even both make you uncomfortable. Yeah. And, and you know, to kind of like, like wrap all of that up. It's just like, you're going to be in positions where, so just to kind of say this, so like the people like who we perceive as being like super hot and super confident and all, they still have their insecurities. 100%. <laughs> like they're still insecure about something. Yes. And for you to always pursue and always try to change something about you to like reach that ultimate, like confidence, that's never going to it's happen. It's never going to work. It's never going to work. It's never going to happen. And it's, it's just like, yeah, exactly. And it's like, so no matter where you are in, in your life, like you have to, like for sure, I'm all about like doing what you want to do to make yourself feel better, like reach your goal. And if your goal is always going to be to do more, then I fully support that. Like I'm the type of like whatever, it, like if you reach a goal next week, whether it's body image, whether it's like career, if you reach a goal next week and your next goal is to reach it the next week, then so be it. But when you're doing it for somebody else, just know that it's always going to be unpredictable. You never know how that timeline is. You're also not going to be satisfied. Mm-hmm. Like who? Ca- so like the thing is, is, and this is crazy to say, but the only person you are destined to spend the rest of your life with is yourself. yourself yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. Like, and I know we've talked about soulmates, we've talked about all that kind of stuff, but the only, the only, I guess I should say the only person you were guaranteed to spend the rest of your life with is yourself. Mm-hmm. You should put your own happiness, you should satisfy your, like, why are we so concerned with everybody else mm-hmm. and what they think and what they feel and what they, this and that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we need to be, we, we need to take care of ourselves first and mm-hmm. we need to, to do things, if we're going to do things, if we're going to get cosmetic surgery, um, if we're going to get you know, if we're going to, I don't know, be a fitness crate, like, I don't know, somebody that's crazy about fitness. If we're going to, if we're going to be, you know, body positive and maybe like gain weight and mm-hmm. be okay with that and flaunt it like Lizzo does on social media, mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. Do it for, you know what I mean? Like, that's great. Like, I just feel like whatever it is, like, until you can figure out how to be genuinely happy with yourself, you're always going to be searching for something different. You're mm-hmm. always going to be trying to change yourself or change this or change that um, to keep up with the, the Jonases or the Joneses or however you say that term. But like, why? why? At the end of the day, it's not that important. I think that what, what really matters is, you know, when you get to the end. Mm hmm. Were you satisfied with yourself? Mm-hmm. Were you happy with yourself? Because who the fuck cares about everybody else, you know? And I think they actually came out with the... I don't know if I saw this on TikTok. <laughs> but TikTok. there was something about... Um, you remember that song, I'm Pretty? 
you can buy a hair yeah. there's apparently like a 22 version of it so. or is this somebody else like this yeah. like famous singer and they came oh no christina aguilera oh. um she has a song that has to do with oh you are beautiful oh, so she came out with a like way. yeah a, like a 2022 version of it did she mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like a whole video about it. So I haven't fully watched it for me to be like, oh, go watch it and, and, you know, believe it and support it. But I feel like a lot of those songs, like we're talking about that, like I'm pretty and like, you know, beautiful and all of that. It's more of like, be okay with who you are. And if you want to change something about you, do it for you. Because like, for example, I want to get my boobs done and it has nothing to do with, I have never heard. And some people have heard the opposite. Some people have been like, oh, I wish your boobs were bigger and all of that. I have never heard that. Like I, but for me, I want to have, you know, bigger, I I just kind of want to see what the feeling is. But for me, it's just like, I'm gonna do it for me. Yeah, and that's it exactly and that's i and feel that's like fine. that's what it's all about that is what it's there's all about. a difference yeah. and i'm sure you'll do it and you'll be like no regrets <laughs> yeah no regrets. <laughs> honestly like me getting mine like me getting like the lift and like the tummy like i'm i like i do not have any regrets mm-hmm. and like it's cosmetic so it came out of pot like i paid for it all out of pocket and like even financially like i don't have any regrets mm-hmm. like i am so much happier i am so much more like i can like my clothes fit me differently like mm-hmm. for, for me like when you have like the issue that i had like i still had the be- it causes like a belly pooch so like mm. even though i had lost a ton of weight my belly still pooched out mm-hmm. um and i also had a uh, that's the other thing i had my um my belly button repaired uh because i had um an umbilical hernia so mm. like my belly button like it still was like a an audi like mm-hmm. as if you know when you get an audi when you're mm-hmm. pregnant like it was still an audi and it would like poke out of my shirt which seems like such a small thing but like that was a part of it for me too is getting that repaired so like like i feel i just feel so much more comfortable in my yeah. own skin so mm-hmm. much happier like it's crazy yeah and you gotta do what you gotta do for you because like no matter who you are and i i know this probably sounds like super like redundant and cliche but at the end of the day like whenever you try to make those like decisions or even if you're not in a position where you can change the things that you want to change just think about like if i make this change how happy would it make me and if you can sit there and say it won't make me any happier or it's not gonna make me then don't change it yeah like at the end of the day like just don't change it like it's not the time we talked about fate at an early episode and it's just like if that if you feel like you can live with that i've lived with my small boobs i'm 33 years old i've lived with it for 33 years and it has not like affected me like do i want to change it yes but has it made me over the years be like man i wish i would have had no i mean i have my moments where certain clothes don't fit the way that i want but it's just not it doesn't make me miserable yeah so for me it's like when it happens i'm gonna be like oh shoot like i'm not gonna be like oh i wish i would have got this five years ago and i'm "I'm glad that i did this Mm -hmm. and that's kind of the difference like you're not gonna look back and be like man like i wish i would have done this you know x amount of years ago whatever and that's how you know you're doing it for yourself right um and that's the difference like you know with you and all the things that you Mm -hmm. did like you're not looking back like oh i wish i would have done this you know no it's like i'm glad i did this now Mm -hmm. and this is my life now and i think that's the difference and we have to remember that no one is perfect like and i know that's it's it's hard to like understand but if you're with somebody and they're they're telling you i wish you had this that right there automatic red flag yeah (laughs) if they wish you were somebody physically different or even emotionally different they're not the right person for you there's not a, a like even like think about it like this and this is what i can leave you guys with if cosmetic surgery 
didn't exist and all of this technology didn't exist, if we had to solely rely on this person is going to accept who for who you are, rely on that. If you can say, like, tell yourself, if I wasn't able to change this about myself, if this person can't be there and love before, they're not who the person I'm supposed to yeah. be with. Absolutely. Because people have financial things, like they can't get certain stuff um, and they can't do that. Or medically, like they don't want to go through that. Like there's a yeah. lot of things that happen in surgery. I also think too, like aside from significant others, but like I think about like creators, right? Mm-hmm. And I know that you're kind of kind of getting back to Instagram and all that. But like mm-hmm. I look at like these, what they call like Instagram models. Mm-hmm. And they all typically look eh, kind of the same, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like we were talking about, like, what's what's in now is, like, the, the curvy body, the big butt, the BBLs, the big lips. Mm-hmm. Like, they all kind of just look the same in that yeah. sense. Um, and I think, and you know what, like, and I know I was just talking about support all women. Like, I support the decisions people mm-hmm. make. But I do think that it is, it's kind of sad because I know that, like, if, if we were to take all of these Instagram models, all of these you know, creators or whatever that put themselves through that to look this certain type of way, I can guarantee you that most of them did it for that platform. Right. Right. They, they, they did it because that's what's in. They Mm -hmm. did it because that's the trend or the fad. They Mm -hmm. did it because that's, what's going to get the followers or the likes, or that's, what's going to, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's like, at this point, we're doing doing it for that. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, is just like we were talking about the fads change, the Mm -hmm. trends change. But also, like, is that truly fulfilling? Mm-hmm. If it is for somebody, hey, like, all power mm-hmm. to you. Like, I hope you truly are fulfilled. But, like, it's hard to believe that it is. And it's sad. Mm-hmm. It's sad. Like, when mm-hmm. I look at that and I just kind of, like, for example, um, Kylie Jenner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Like, I know that we can talk a lot of shit. Like, honestly, like, people talk shit about the Kardashians and like sure like I get it I get it like honestly like I watched keeping up the I think it's entertaining I'm sorry (laughs) also when I look at somebody like Kylie Jenner I don't look at her and I'm like oh she's so fake and she's so this I feel sad for her Mm -hmm. because she I feel I you can kind of feel the pressures I feel like and especially being like who her sisters are and stuff like and I remember when all the, when she first started changing the way she looked and she had she had the the lips and the butt and the body and like she didn't want to answer questions about it. You can tell she, it was an insecurity for her and she mm-hmm. talked about the insecurities that she had. And it's like she's in the 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 eye of like every like that's sad to me. Yeah, like that's sad that, is sad. that she was and it, she was young. She was like 16 mm-hmm. years old at that time, which I think she first started like doing all that like. Mm-hmm. That, to me, that it, I, like, I look at that, and I'm not judging her, like, oh, she's so fake, and she's so this, because you see people like, oh, she's going to be, she's going to, she looks like she's 40 years old, and she's only 20-something, and, like, granted, she does, but, like, mm-hmm. she, like, she looks a lot older than she is, but, like, also, like, the fact, like, how sad that she felt the need to do mm-hmm. all that, right? you know, and still up. continues... Yeah, with, with the Kardashians mm-hmm. she was literally, literally keeping up with the Kardashians yeah. and even just like just hearing her like hearing her talk and like hearing her like I I I 
you know, you hear people talk about her, but like, I honestly, she's probably the one that I feel the most sorry for in a sense. And she's probably yeah. not out here looking for mm-hmm. people to feel sorry for her. But when I look at like all of them, like she's probably the one. It, well, no, okay, Chloe. I'm sorry, Chloe. I do like yeah. Chlo- Chloe. It's that too mm-hmm. in a lot of ways because she was like the fat one and quote fat because she was never fat to me. Mm-hmm. But like, I know people would say that to her and yeah. stuff, and she said that before, and it's just like those two to me like i like i that i don't look at that and i like feel the need to like make fun of them like Mm -hmm. i think that that is sad yeah and to the opposite of that though so we feel like that and then people so let's say that she wouldn't have done the things that she did the opposite of that the people who are like following following her they're like oh my gosh she had a baby and she she didn't work out and like look at her with that dress and her pooch is out like she could never do that because then she would be judged on that too so it's like no matter like you do you damn if you do yeah yeah you're damned if you don't and there's the and that's what i mean is the pressure is like she's in the public eye mm-hmm. and so she feels like she needs to have this 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 and this you and know they what choose I mean? that because money can buy it money can buy it and they mm-hmm. have the money right mm-hmm. and, and honestly like most people if they had the money they probably would mm-hmm. like you know what i mean like like yeah. I, I get it like I most mean, people probably like, would but like when, not when it comes to image though like so for me like if i so if if you if you can give me a pile of money and for me like the first thing i would be like oh thank you you just like gave me a free booth job because i've been wanting to do it yes. like all my life right mm-hmm. but if you were to tell me today like hey rosa i can give you unlimited amount of money change anything about yourself the only thing i would change is my boobs yeah and i can say that today like it wouldn't be like oh you know give me abs yeah, and give but me I think a big that that's different though because again they're in the public eye. yeah they're in the public i think eye. that there's a certain that and that just shows that there's a security within yourself because i'm the same mm-hmm. way like now now that i've had my my breast lift and all of that like there's again i mean i didn't even get like implants or and i remember he was trying to push implants on me i was like no like mm-hmm. i'm okay mm-hmm. um but like I think that that just shows that there's levels of insecurity there mm-hmm. for people and like when you look at and, and I I also think that it has to do with our age because we didn't necessarily grow up yeah we had like MySpace and like all of that but it's not the same as like Instagram TikTok mm-hmm. all this it's stuff that's like no. we we weren't like looking at all that stuff at young and the thing is we are so impressionable when you're like 13 14 15 mm-hmm. years old and when you're growing up and you're looking at somebody like kylie jenner mm-hmm. and you're like dang like she's got this perfect body and mm-hmm. she's got the perfect lips and face and this or that or whatever you're like i want that too mm-hmm. i want that too you know what i mean at like, that age yeah because i look at so, her and so i'm just like you, but, but yeah <laughs> that's what i mean is or if it's not her like whoever you see like yeah. on tiktok like to your point like you're like dang everybody on tiktok is perfect like to be 13 14 15 and how how much other people influence you when you're at that age like looking and watching that you know videos or you have to be whatever like have a certain level of maturity to know like because even though i can say here like all the people that i see on tiktok have like perfect teeth for me it's not like oh that's what i want to do it's more of like oh i see it but but when you're 20 and 18 like that's not how it is it's also more of like okay the reality is not everybody has this perfect or like look filters you know like the reality is Mm -hmm. not it's like okay this is and not how that. this person actually looks you know what i mean yeah. you know what i mean so it's like I, I think that you just we are at a place where we know mm-hmm. but it's sometimes it's all what 
people know, especially mm-hmm. for like the younger generations, it's all they know. That's all they know. They so, know filters. They know like from a small age or a young age, they knew that if they wanted to change the way that they look, all they had to do was put a filter. And that's like, feel like where it, it's all yeah. come from. It's like, for us, it's just like, when you took a picture, that's what it was. There was no <laughs> yeah, editing. There was no, there was no fucking yeah. Photoshop. There was no so Photoshop. it was, it is. None and we've been accepting of that. Like we've accepted whatever photo was put out there like in myspace or like early facebook like whatever was put out there that was you and now you're able to alter yourself so for you it's like if i can alter myself in the real world and not have to use a filter and just why wouldn't i do that the cosmetic surgery to make it a natural and that's so natural but to make it just that permanent change yeah that for me is so sad and i mean and you have your moments where you're just like oh but for me i can say you know at my age and who i am as a person there's nothing i would change about myself um and i can say that confidently like we talked about earlier like braces and what like i don't want to change my mouth like i don't want to change any part of me other than like my boobs maybe but for me it's not because of my partner it's because of like how i'm gonna feel it's always something that i've wanted to do for many many years and it's it's something like it's hard to explain yeah um but other than that like there's nothing that i want to change about myself and i just want to continue to be a better person and all of that but body image is it's real and i feel like a lot of the things that we're seeing in the positions that we are is a lot of mental health and a lot of that comes from social media and not only body image but expectations of where you're supposed to be at a certain age there's a lot of like influencers that are like 21 22 and they have a house mm-hmm. and they have like all of this and it's like their dream car it's like that's not the real world that's not well at least that's not how we came up it's having also, all of that it's also not i mean it's you're right it's not the real world mm-hmm. like we, we see all these influencers and and all of that but like there's more normal people with mm-hmm. normal jobs. Not that they're not normal, but people with regular jobs yeah. out there just like going mm-hmm. to work every day, doing their thing. And the thing is, is I think that I I also think that this whole influencer thing, like it'll eventually. It's like it's kind of like a like a. Fad. It is kind of a fad, yeah. I mean that, and, and and I don't know that it's necessarily a fad, but I think that like what might be in right now, right, mm-hmm. is is tiktok mm-hmm. but that might not always be it so if you're relying on tiktok like if you quit your job and you're like oh yeah tiktok and you're like or not just quit your job or if you're like a teenager that you know never had a job before and you've just mm-hmm. been relying on tiktok and maybe you do maybe you do make decent money now you gotta invest but those are the ones that are successful and that you have to be smart with you your money you have to invest and that's what anything though and like so you don't have to do that you don't have to be on instagram or tiktok to be like oh i'm gonna invest you can do that in your normal job absolutely like you don't have to be in that platform for you to be like oh i have to like in order for me to invest i have to be on tiktok or i have to be on instagram you can do that anywhere it doesn't yeah, have to but be I that. think that people are like want to become. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't. Th- I think people want to become an influencer. Yeah. They want to do that because they don't want to work normal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I think that that's the goal for a lot of people um, is to go viral or whatever, and to to mm-hmm. make it that way, or at least to be like a second source of income, mm-hmm. like passive income. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and I think that this kind of goes back to the whole generational thing of just like I just feel like they don't want to settle to just work a nine to five or mm-hmm. whatever. Which all power to you. Yeah. If I mean, it works for you. Isn't it crazy to hear like people nowadays? So like our norm after high school was like, oh, what school are you going to go to? Yeah. 
And the response was either like, oh, no, I want to go straight to work or I want to go to school. Yeah. Nowadays, you hear like, I want to be a TikToker. Yeah. Oh, I want to be an influencer. And that's an really tripper. It's really trippy. It is trippy. And it's like when like, to think about our kids and like what's to come when they get that age. Like, yeah. what the hell is it going to be? Like, what is it going to be? Like, how long is this like influencer thing going to go? Maybe a long time. I don't know. I don't know. It does kind of feel to me that everything kind of like, you know, everything we, we move past things. And mm-hmm. so like it, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Cause I think as technology evolves too. So it kind of depends on what level. I mean, the fact that you're able to, you know, watch videos, live stream and all of that, like that's huge. It's like, nuts. <laughs> like it's like, what else is to come? Like, yeah. what is about to happen one of the thing, one of the things that i like to do in jake too we kind of will like look if like we'll see some like uh, you know somebody that has maybe just i don't know fifty thousand followers or whatever mm-hmm. which is a lot mm-hmm. but like not a lot when it comes to being like an influencer and to see like how they grow mm-hmm. over time and like jake will be like take a snapshot of like their page to see how many followers or subscribers or whatever they have and then like we'll check it later and then suddenly they have like a million two million three Mm. you know what i mean it's crazy how quickly Mm -hmm. how quickly people just yeah you know and off of one thing and that's the thing people go off of this like one hope and whatever and i'm totally about that i'm totally about you know follow your dreams so it's like kind of like wrap up like body image and we're thinking about it we're all about do what makes you happy and remember like something and we see it a lot you know there's a lot of like influencers or famous people that get stuff done and they regret it and i always like to bring i mean i feel like j-lo is a great example (laughs) and um i have a a a few more examples but j-lo she's never gotten her butt done she's never got her boobs done she's always had it she's always had that she's always had it and but if she let the media takes good care of herself yes and but if she would have ever let the 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 changes in time like influence her like her like her lips have never changed for example like she maybe she's gotten a lot of stuff done but you know for her it's just like like botox or like whatever but and you can tell she hasn't gone overboard exactly and there's not a lot of like famous people that you can say that about but i feel like j-lo is one of them like i feel like Aaliyah would have been another one i don't feel like Aaliyah would ever been one to be like i'm gonna get a bbl or a boob job like she would have always been who she was yeah um there's somebody else that i'm trying to think of that i've always kept to their true selves um I feel like Adele, I feel like she's a good example too. I feel like she lost a lot of her weight, but it was because of her health. Mm-hmm. Before, hold on. I'm sorry, I'm going to interrupt you. But that's a that's another one. I know you weren't really, but I remember like, because I follow Adele on Instagram too, but like people, when people say, because she lost weight and I'm sure she feels fan-fucking-tastic, mm-hmm. right? When people say like, she was much prettier when she was bigger. Oh my Bitch, God. Who oh. the fuck is you? do that and to have such an accomplishment mm-hmm. like that and, and to somebody feel, still tell to you feel so good and to feel like you're in a big place mentally emotionally phys- physically and to have people say because this is what people say well she was so much pretty i don't know why she lost all this weight she was so much prettier when she was bigger i liked her better when she was bigger i liked it like the thing is, is and that's the thing this is the sick thing about social media is people feel the need to take the time out of the day to comment that shit mm-hmm. about somebody mm-hmm. i have never in my life gone on social media and first of all i don't call i'm a, I'm a low-key stalker like i just look at <laughs> shit like i don't comment anyways but like if i were to it would to pay a, 
to pay a fucking compliment. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go on somebody's shit and say some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, well, I liked you better when you were bigger. I would never. I, I would never what? say or that. Or even in person. I'm right. sorry. Who would say that to somebody? But who would say that? Like, no. I, I'm sorry. When you said Adele, I immediately thought of that because she was somebody. Rebel Wilson is another one. People mm-hmm. say that shit about Rebel Wilson. Mm-hmm. Oh, she lost all this weight. But it's so funny because on the flip side, you have people talking shit about Lizzo. Mm-hmm. And if she or was to lose it, oh, but then she'll have her people, oh, I loved you when you were if like. If she lost weight, people mm-hmm. would, you know, so it is, you're damned if you do, if you damn you don't, mm-hmm. so just make yourself fucking happy, because yeah. you ain't gonna make everybody happy. No, no That's matter what thing. you do, you're never gonna make anybody happy, but like you said earlier, you have to think about what's gonna make you happy, and if you can reflect and say, okay, this is gonna make me happy, you will always be happy, because you meet your expectations, and you're the only one that can set your expectations, change your expectations, manage your expectations. Preach. <laughs> Yes. So if you're always in control of those things, like you're always going to be happy no matter what. Yeah. But if you're constantly like thinking about who this, what this person's going to, their, their expectations are always going to change because they go off of your, like your emotions. And so the minute you tell somebody, Oh, I feel great. They're going to be like, oh, do you feel great? And also most people, because they don't do that are miserable mm-hmm. and miserable, misery loves company. Yeah. So that's the shitty thing is mm-hmm. most people are going to, and that's sad mm-hmm. to say that, but most people aren't, I don't think, fully happy with themselves. So they are going to try to bring other people mm-hmm. down. Yeah, because you never know what other people's goals are too. So like you can be like losing weight and somebody else's goal is to maybe gain weight. So when you're losing weight, they're like, oh, like, why are you doing that? Like, it's just, it's just like, I feel like just do what you want to do always like with with body image it's like and I've been there where I've you know I mean I don't I feel like when having a kid like your body completely changes but before that I had an issue with having a curvy body I had an issue with being too attractive because of the attention that I was getting and I was too young to accept that and it's just like you have to I didn't have any issues with like anorexia or anything like that and but people struggle with that yeah and it's just like it's real and you always have to like don't assume and don't look from the outside in and be careful with what you comment to people and what you say to people because you never know what they're going through and just remember make yourself happy and we if we have to again wrap up like the body image it's like if you feel if you look in the mirror and when you're thinking about it it's a direct reflection of who you are (laughs) if you look in your mirror and you take away everything that everybody's saying or everything that social media like you know puts out there if you say i love myself because of this this and that but there's something that i would want to change and you can make it happen then do it mm-hmm. and if it's going to continue to make you happy but you it, i just feel like we're come like we come from a different generation where it's like no matter what you do it's always going to be something you can work on yeah and i'm glad that i came from where i came from and for me it's just like if i'm happy if i look in the mirror and i think i look good then i look good yeah but I feel like we're in a different place now, a different generation where you have to change. And I'm all about changing your thought processes and all of that to adapt and being a change agent and all of that. But when it comes to your image, I'm all about if I feel good and I look good in my skin and I'm good. Yeah. But not everybody can say that. You don't need someone else to mm-hmm. to validate to that. Validate that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And your partner. And that's another thing too. Like if you're with somebody and they're telling you all the time, like, oh, I wish you look like this or I would, then don't be with them. Mm-hmm. And that's, hard. that's easier said than done. But you have to tell yourself like, why, why is this person saying, what do they want? Then go find it. 
mm-hmm. and be like, all right, then you're not what I need or you're not, I'm not what you need. And, I, and like, that's it. Like it yeah. ends up, it ends exactly. there and it's hard exactly. to accept. Dang. <laughs> I think this is, I think this is a good, this was a good topic. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I do, I think that it's, um, I think that all of those things are, are big and it's not just women, obviously that have insecurities, it's not just women that are, mm-hmm. um, affected by like the societal norms or um pressures of society Mm -hmm. i guess but i do think that obviously we can speak as women and our experiences as women but i also think that it i think that it impacts women Mm -hmm. more yeah mentally physically and all and their decisions yeah 100 percent. and let's support each other too because i used to be one back in the day that would like judge somebody on what they were like oh why are they wearing that like oh and we were all there oh she's wearing she's dressing so slutty and whatever but we got to think about it like she's dressing confidently and the way that she wants Mm -hmm. you know or vice versa Mm -hmm. when i wasn't when i was like that time period i was talking about where i was just uncomfortable in my own skin Mm -hmm. and like i was bigger than i'd ever been like i was wearing like big shirts mm-hmm. and like big, you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i in sweatshirts all the time like i was never so people are probably like dang why is she dressed and all frumpy but it's because i didn't feel comfortable right i was hiding my belly mm-hmm. i was like you know what i mean like I, don't judge because mm-hmm. at the end of the day like if that's what somebody's comfortable in in that moment then that's what they're comfortable mm-hmm. in regardless mm-hmm. of what it is you know so it's like if you ain't got nothing nice to say, just keep your fucking mouth mm-hmm. shut. That's really what it comes down to, mm-hmm. honestly. And love yourself. And love yourself. And if you want to make a change, commit. Love yourself. Take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And give yourself some grace. Give yourself grace. Mm-hmm. And support. Talk to you, yourself the way you would talk to your daughter. If mm-hmm. you don't have a daughter, pretend you did. Mm-hmm. And and talk to them the mm-hmm. way that you would want. Or think about how you wish your parent would have talked to you. And the things exactly. that you wish you would have heard. Yeah exactly mm-hmm. anyways that <laughs> was a good one. that was a good one mm-hmm. um we do help hope that everyone enjoyed this episode um we hope everyone's enjoying just the podcast in general mm-hmm. i i um yeah i hope that um it's kind of cool to have this as we record this episode it probably won't come out for a few weeks Mm. so but um it'll be interesting to see you know where we're at i guess then when this episode posts i guess Mm because it'll be a few weeks from now but um but yeah we're excited to be doing this um if you haven't already please follow us on uh tiktok instagram it's list underscore rosa um and also on spotify and apple podcasts listen rosa subscribe to us so you get notifications when we post every sunday um at 12 p.m and yeah if you have any ideas for um for future podcasts also like if you do follow us on like instagram or whatever hit us up Mm -hmm. let us know because we want to we want to entertain and um I don't know. We we want to keep things interesting. So if you have, if there's a topic that you'd like us to hit on, like feel free, um, hit us up and we will um, eventually talk about it. Thank you guys. Thank you.